This is your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, and you're now turning up the heat right here on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Big Gold Belt. All right, we're getting ready for our Flaming Hot Topic Series Episode 9, which is going to be our last episode of 2018. Before the new year comes about, figure we'll get one more in, and it is well fitting. Of course, I couldn't do this show without my guy, Hill Will. What's going on? What is up, my man? We have got to turn up the heat today, and for once, we're not going to do it specifically about pro wrestling, because <laughs> we got to turn up the heat on John Jones and the UFC to close out the year because, my God, UFC 232, I will describe in one word, a debacle. <laughs> yeah, so just, you know, just a quick uh, uh, a quick up to speed on things real quick. Number one, yes, this is definitely, we, we definitely dig deep in wrestling topics and stuff, but we're, we're our ears and eyes are very much in tune to what's going on in the boxing world and UFC. I mean, they're all looking at each other. In different perspectives anyway so at the same time you know this this is it, it's real fitting so um and anyway if you're not even a traditional ufc fan i mean at this point i believe everyone knows who's going to be on the grill today but um it's funny too i was wondering what is this is this show going to be about ufc 232 is it going to be about john jones i guess it's the whole damn thing right it's a whole big enchilada that's a complete mess that's kind of been building over the last week. I'm glad that we didn't tackle this sooner yeah. because more and more kept snowballing with this. And now <laughs> and now that the show's complete, we can burn it all to the ground and really get into this because, like I said, we, we don't usually talk MMA, but yeah. promotion is promotion. Correct. And the fight game is so closely tied to a lot of the same old carny tricks that pro wrestling will do. And if we're talking about carny tricks, if we're talking about shady business practices, I mean, there's plenty of times we'll talk about WWE and, you know, wrestling doing shady stuff. UFC took it to a whole other level this week. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, uh, um, so I'm not say WrestleMania. UFC 232 was um last night, which was um November 29th, which, um, this card, I believe, was originally announced. Actually, I'm gonna put that up in a second. But um, the the big thing with UFC before I get this information pulled up is that I've been very adamant about um about the UFC really struggling for superstars. I mean, they clearly lost all their big stars from um Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse Johnson, to obviously Ronda Rousey, to Conor McGregor to um and, and basically all they have is uh dc and you know dc is already thinking about his future beyond that and then you know we talked a lot about um his potential role where he could be um used with with the fox deal with wwe so right now they're kind of struggling for identity this is why they've been making a huge push towards trying to get brock lesnar back from wwe because they need draw power and 
they just have been struggling to, to do so. And with stars such as Anderson Silver back in the day, and uh, what more of the more recent John Jones, who just can't seem to stay out of trouble, they just really been struggling to do so. So John Jones' backstory has been suspended for a couple of different reasons, more than less because of illegal use of substance, which has tremendously cost them um, for booking reasons and, and so forth. But he served his time. He's been reinstated. And his destination fight was going to be at UFC 232 against Alexander Gufferstein, which in their first fight was one really hell of a fight. So I see why they wanted this fight again. This was uh, the rank one versus rank two in the light heavyweight division, which DC is the champion there. Um, that brings us into this week, this holiday weekend where everything just started getting crazy. More and more news just kept coming out. Now, obviously, John Jones has failed numerous tests in the past and it has this dark cloud over his head. And so at this point now, you know, he has his fan base, but people are still very looming that he's just still a ball of trouble ready to happen. And everything that played out this weekend is very much <laughs> fitting towards that situation. So, <laughs> so, 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 Will, let's let's get into it. What, what, what's, what's our first point today? Okay, I, I guess we, we got to start one week ago. We got to start one week ago when the ball started rolling on this entire mess of a show. So a week ago, six days out removed from the card, UFC announces that John Jones has failed a test at the beginning of December for a very small trace amount of Turinabal, which is what he had been flagged with before, mm -hmm. first last failure in 2017. And, and just he to be clear, and just to be clear, when you say a small amount, they said it was very small that it traced back into June or July. Right. Yeah. Okay. They're, 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 what they're claiming is that this failure is not for, they don't believe it's for new usage. They believe it's residual amounts that are still hanging around from the prior failure. Yeah. This is the spin they were putting on it. But here's, here's the thing, before we even get into all that. So they make the announcement that, hey, he's failed a test and it's for a trace amount. It's very, very small. But the Nevada State Athletic Commission will not license him for the fight that's supposed to take place in Vegas, yeah. which happened last night. They announced it six days out. So what's UFC going to do? They got a full card booked out. They got the they got the women's fighting on there. They got Amanda Nunez going up against Chris Cyborg. They got BJ Penn on the card. They have they have a, they have a big card. Yeah, they got some. They definitely got some names for all all generations of fans. And yeah, yeah. They, they had a stacked card, and but the top match was going to be Jones versus Gustafson. That yeah. was the top headline and match. But now Vegas won't allow for Jones to fight. So that's yeah, the big thing. And, and, it, and it's the New Year's weekend show, that their big show to close out the year, two days before New Year's Eve and everything. I mean, this is always a big card for UFC. So what are they What are they going to do? Well, what's going to happen here? You know, UFC always has stuff like this happen where someone fails and the fight can't happen. This is not unusual. It's not unprecedented. It's nothing that hasn't happened a ton of times before in UFC's history. What's different this time is they immediately announce on six days notice, well, since Vegas won't let him fight, we talked to California and they're willing to stamp him. So we're <laughs> going to move the entire show on six days notice to LA. Yeah. So we can do the show with Jones on it in LA on six days notice notice mm. so right, right right there let's just we gotta talk about that part of it so yeah, well well one thing i want to add i'm 
I'm, tr- I'm trying to okay here you go i had to look it up real quick so obviously when you do drug testing um they ask for a specific type of um enrollment program that you do so mm-hmm. um obviously the the standard one um was the us usada one which is right you know pretty standard but because of jones history they also wanted him to take the vada which is the voluntary anti-doping agency um screening process which he declined to do yeah california asked for that for him to for them to rubber stamp him essentially to do the fight yeah well he asked they asked him to do it in vegas as well and he declined to do it which was just like okay but then he but but then he did it in california so i'm i was like wait a minute what uh for a minute a part of me was just like okay maybe he's feel like he's being you know uh being uh um what's the word what's the word being targeted so to say because uh-huh. they keep wanting him to do more and more which in his case he really doesn't have a case so it makes sense but you know so the declining in vegas been did to take it in california i was just like okay this definitely seems very suspicious for sure but yeah let's 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 talk about the move now yeah so, so they move so they're moving the show to california they make the announcement six days out so so right here the first thing that hits me is like imagine if you're one of the people for that show in Vegas for New Year's, there's 18,000 tickets sold for that show. Imagine this. Six days out, you're told, show ain't happening. We're moving the whole show to L.A. Mm-hmm. So you got people that you know darn well. It's New Year's. People are making a weekend of this. You know darn well you got people flying in mm-hmm. who got like plane tickets. They got hotels booked. They got the tickets to the show. All that's out the window six days out. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's some people there that were local that were doing it, but for a New Year's card, New Year's in Vegas, people were making a weekend of that. Absolutely, they were. And you just threw all that out the window. Now, of course, yeah, they were able to get refunds on the tickets from UFC, no big deal. But like, I mean, if you got a plane booked, you know, there's tons of most, you know, a non-refundable airfare. It's not like you. Can I mean, just, you we, know, we all talking about holiday season, like it, exactly. It, that, this that, this that, is a that, prime guys trip where you say hey you guys want to see john jones fight like this is a big deal so everything is revolved around you being in vegas for this mega fight carrying on to new year's like the whole trip is planned out yeah six days out they throw it out the window and we're not talking about one person we're not talking about going to reno where there may be availability for things we're talking about going to la la is a pretty big deal you're not just you can't just move a trip and 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 just and just suspect to find things within a week's notice of New Year's Eve weekend yeah, during the holidays. Yeah, I mean people got it's L.A. during New Year's. You know, don't want people got hotels booked. It's yeah. like you can't just move all this stuff at the last darn minute. And just the the craziness of Dana White and the UFC are moving all this all because of one person. Every fighter on the cards affected. They all got to move. They all got to pick up shop. Go to California. And of course, a lot of them, you know, these guys weren't happy about it. And some of them were willing to speak out. They all had to pay higher tax rate now on all their fights and everything because they're going from they're going from Las Vegas to California. So everyone's taking a hit on this. Yeah. Moving the show at the last darn minute. And of course, if you're a fighter, it's fight week. Suddenly your whole world's upended. You know, mm-hmm. if you got family coming in for it and all this, I mean, you got to rearrange everything. I mean, no, no one needs that stress at yeah. the last minute. And then it's not like John Jones has like this sterling reputation to, you know, say, oh, well, you know what we should give him, you know, th- he's a good guy. We should give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, let's just go back over the years. 2009, he's in that hit and run. 
2011, he gets that drunk and gets a suspended license. 2015, he's caught with coke. 2015, two weeks later, he fails a drug test. Mm -hmm. 2015, he has another hit and run and leaves the scene. 2016, he violates probation. 2016, he fails a drug test. 2017, he fails a drug test, gets suspended. Now it's here 2018, and you're moving heaven and earth for this guy that's a professional damn knucklehead. Yeah, and let's let's and and let's and let's literally put some math to this too. So they say there was traces of the there uh, was was it the um was it uh, they found traces of something, and if you're supposed to be clean after all this time, you shouldn't be anything at all, especially if you're serving a suspension, which carried on for seventeen months. Yeah, seventeen months. They're claiming seventeen months after usage of Turinabol. Now, what what gets weird here is like. I mean, they're saying, you know, they're claiming it's a trace amount. And, and, and the, the, the guy that they have out talking about this was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, his name's ne- Jeff uh, Nowitzki. He's not mm-hmm. a doctor. He's the point man that they have explaining all this and their reasoning about why they're, you know, it's, it's, we, we, we believe John's a clean fighter and that, you know, this, you know, this is just an unfortunate circumstance. And they're throwing ideas out there that like, well, what if he was in the gym and someone opened a supplement and it was contaminated and he breathed some of it? That could possibly make this little crazy <laughs> <amount> come up. <laughs> or, or, or get this. This is the other one this, this this Nowitzki guy threw out there. You know, elderly folks, they flush their old prescriptions down the toilet, and that can contaminate the water. That could affect his thing because you may have just drank some water. It's like, if that's the case, if that's the kind of reasoning you want to take, then how come everybody in the UFC ain't, ain't isn't popping for these, like, trace amounts? That'd be, that would be happening to everybody then. Everybody would be having this issue, but no, it's John Jones. Yeah, no, so, so, something shady, and it gets even shadier. So all this happens, they're going to move the show. They're like, he's only failed one test. He's only failed one test. They kept saying that. Dana White said it himself, he only failed one test. So as the week goes on, they're moving the show. Nowitzki goes on this podcast. It was a couple days later. Um, he admits, well, no, that's not exactly true. That's not exactly true. He he did he didn't fail one test. Actually, he's failed three. Mm. We just haven't come forward about it until now because it was all trace amounts. So 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 get this. Here here's the breakdown. So Jones failed three times: August twenty eighth, September eighteenth, and then the big one they finally announced it on December 9th. Mm-hmm. He passed on September twenty first, October second, October eleventh, and November fourteenth. But all the way back in August, he was having a failure. Why didn't this come up then? He's had three failures this year. <laughs> so essentially, they're playing favorites. Yeah, they're, they're they, like, you know, it wasn't a huge amount. Maybe it'll clear its system. But either well, way, you got him failing one, passing one, failing one, passing one. It's going back and forth. It's ping pong. Yeah. You know? and, and also, I want to say, too, that so the testing with the um, USADA, they, they have an affiliation with UFC. Like, that's literally their partner. with you know screening their fighters um so when it comes down to wanting to screen for something else that is not affiliated with it there's no bias there so when you automatically decline that in the state of nevada which who's already really have it out for you and you're just like no that's very suspicious to me totally super suspicious and he's trying to throw Jones is trying to throw out there as as you know he people ask him questions about it so why would i take such a small amount because that's not going to do anything. Why would I take such a small amount? It's like, dude, we're not stupid. You're not taking a small amount. You take a certain amount, and then the idea is over time, it's going to hopefully wear off pretty quick. 
and you're not going to get caught. Of course, you're not taking only 20 picograms. You know, <laughs> it's like the, it, the, the, it's, you're t taking an amount and then hoping, you know, it's going to disappear by the time you get tested. Yeah. You're not taking this trace little amount. And it does it goes back to this. I mean, if you failed three times this year, why at one point are you failing? Then the next one you're passing, the next one you're failing, next one you're passing. I mean, come on. Three times. And then and then get this, get this. California was not notified of those other failures. They only knew about the one on December 9th. Oh, yeah. I, I, yep, I read that as well, too. Yes. Shady. Shady as shady can be. It's I mean. Like you said at the beginning, UFC is desperate for star power. They're desperate for money draws. And, I get that. But and, this is this is dirty pool as dirty can get. Yeah, and they, they drew about 15,000. Um, and it, they had about 15,000 in attendance. And uh, they said for about like 2 million live gate, um, which is, you know, pretty solid numbers. But like, it, here's my thing. First of all, I, before I was very adamant about this on Twitter last night. First of all, with so much over John Jones' head and you know Alexander Jefferson not winning a fight since 2017, why the hell is this the main event? Why is this supposed to be a biggest draw when you have two amazing fighters in the women's division, the women's mm -hmm. featherweight division, champion versus champion, and uh, and 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 why not have made that what everything was based around? That's what it should have been. And and then if you watch the fight. The Amanda Nunes versus Chris Cyborg. One hell of a fight it was with Amanda Nunes make breaking history, becoming a um a two division champ. So like all the story behind that with Amanda Nunes obviously retiring Ronda Rousey, Cyborg very adamant about wanting to fight Ronda Rousey in the in the past, and you know the UFC even um promoting this fight as. Um, who will be the baddest woman on the planet, which is obviously a mock towards Ronda Rousey. So you have all this storyline towards that, but you don't make that your main event. And then they come out there and they kill it. What like an amazing fight. It's easily going to be fight of the year. And then you still cater to John Jones, who hasn't done you good, who just made you move from Las Vegas to LA, which cost the UFC about 6 million to do so. Yeah. I don't and, know, and, man. No, it, it, <laughs> You're moving heaven and earth for a guy that's done nothing but give you headaches for years now. And I mean, God, he could have, Jones could have been like the biggest darn star they had oh, yeah. for like over a decade, but he just can't keep his nose clean in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, you had, I saw, you know, there, you had, you know, some fans trying to defend all this. Said, no, it's no big deal. You know, UFC is a high roller crowd. People just, you know, they'll, they'll make the trip to LA. Well, about 3,000 people made the trip to LA that had tickets for, you know, the original show in mm -hmm. Vegas. UFC may at least, you know, gave them the first, gave people who had tickets for Vegas, the first crack at tickets for the LA show. So about 3000 people made the trip, but that still means you got 15,000 people who had tickets for that Vegas show yeah. that didn't, that you I screwed over that. I mean, this leaves nothing but a bad taste in the, in the fans mouth who had those tickets. I mean, I tell you, what I tell you a way who, to screw your fans over. I tell you who was happy this weekend. Hurts, um, yep. it, um, <laughs> Enterprise, uh huh, <laughs> and uh, and who else? And all the, all of those rotocar places, they 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 made it killing this weekend because people were just like, 
damn, I guess we got to drive up there, which yep. isn't a bad drive, but damn, it's still unnecessary. Yeah, you're, you're, um, looking, you're looking at four hours, but and, and here's this too. Here's this too. Everyone's like, well, you know, that that, that was the best option they had. They had, you know, they, they had the, they want to lose the main event. It's like, they ain't never made this effort for anyone else before. Why are they suddenly doing it now for John Jones? And never even mind this. There's other ways this could have been handled. Why not do something as simple as, okay, California will, will allow Jones to fight? You could have split the show. Jones could have fought in LA and the rest of the card could have happened in Vegas. You still could have had the show in Vegas with Nunez and, and Cyborg as the main event there and had the separate show in LA or something. Get some guys from the performance center. Some, I don't know, something, you know, mm-hmm. and, and have Joe have the Jones match come from LA. That's yeah. happened plenty of times in boxing and wrestling, having mm-hmm. shows at multiple venues. I mean, mm-hmm. you did not need to move heaven and earth just for John Jones the liability to, get fight, just... to get that fight in the octagon. Yeah, there the liability is way too high. Liability is way too high. And, and I mean, you got to think about this too. Now, Daniel Cormier, uh, DC, as I call him, or his nickname, but I always just say DC. Yeah. Um, so he's he's been your stand-up guy for the ufc he's been your face he's your two division champ and you know him and john jones has a rivalry since way beyond but they you know because of the complication with jones that this you know it just continued on at this point and then and dc didn't back off so dc did something very interesting this week too which on friday he vacated um his light heavyweight champion uh championship um because he Stated that he rather have uh, vacated it than been stripped of it afterwards. Um, uh, after the conclusion of that fight, he didn't. I mean, you know, he did not feel that it was he was not going to let himself get in the uh, octagon and be and have it taken to John Jones, of which you know the robbery and the circumstances with that. Because again, DC's been very adamant about John Jones' drug uses, calling him out numerous times, numerous tweets about it, and basically you know so on about it. Um, and, and the reason if anybody was not familiar, why would he just vacate his belt? Being a two division champ is a hard thing because that is requiring you to defend in two different weight classes, which also requires you to lose and gain weight in order yeah. to make it. So it is it's a huge circumstance, which is yeah. why, you know, many people have never done it. Um, um, Conor McGregor being the first DC being the second. Now, Amanda Nunes being the third person to be able to do it. Um, so it's, 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 it's definitely a big circumstance for people to, uh, to have to do so. But a uh, DC just has, um, a lot of integrity for himself and he was not going to be part of that, that this whole shenanigans, he was at the fight, but he just was not going to just let his, you know, his, his pride be, or his, his pride or, or, or his legacy be, t- be tarnished by this moment. So no, abso- I, I, absolutely. And I don't blame we- him. Yeah, no, I don't either. I, I absolutely give Daniel Cormier all the props in the world for just going ahead and being like, you know what? I'm not going to have any part of this. Here's the here's the light heavyweight belt back. I'll keep the heavyweight. And we've all heard that you know this year coming up is probably going to be the end for DC. He's saying you know he wanted to hang up the gloves by 40. He's talking about maybe having doing one more fight and then heading out. And um, after all this nonsense that he's had going back and forth with John Jones and you know, drug test failures and all this and losing the fight to him before. And then he's, then Jones is immediately popped for that failure. It's like, why put up with all this? When Dana White has made it cleared who the favored son is, who he's going to move heaven and earth for, who's going to, he's going to let get away Mm -hmm. with 
anything at all. And it's like, why would why would he want to do another fight with him? Why should he? What's mm-hmm. he got to prove? He's been a double champ. He's at the end of his run. Why go in there again with against Jones for any reason and give him? There's no reason to give him a benefit of the doubt and never even mind that all this has happened. And Cormier, meanwhile, sitting here with a sterling record. He's never failed a test through college, through like yep. Olympic level testing when he was, you know, in the in the pool for like Olympic level wrestling through the UFC. He's yep. clean. Yeah. He's clean. So why should he jump through hoops for a guy that can't keep his act together? No you doubt. Know? And, and Dana White's been coming out saying stuff about, you know, the whole circumstance, like it is what it is. He's very nonchalant about it. I mean, it's it's very fitting for his personality. So there's, there's no news there. But, it, I mean, this is a big deal, obviously. And he's still carrying on the same thing. I, I know. I mean, again, they do testing after the fight. So, you know, there's still probably more to come out. We'll see yep. what happens. Right, but, that's uh, the, that's the big thing here. Yes, okay. So Jones won last night. There you go. He's got he's he's got the light heavyweight title again. Guess what? Test results aren't in yet. So let's see what happens there. Yeah, we might be doing this this hold on thing might be happening again because we've already seen he's failed three times this year. So it would not be a surprise at all to see it happen again. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I I'm telling you that if I was in Vegas, I'm definitely going to the Booker's box, and I'm saying I'm taking the no contest here. I know the odds had to be better than the win or the loss. I just, I'll just take the no contest because, matter of fact, the no contest probably could be favored in this situation, which would be the most sickening thing ever. <laughs> that a draw or no contest is higher than a win or a loss in this circumstance. Because oh, totally, and and just the absurdity the favorite. that. But considering what can happen afterwards, which is very likely to, it just <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, and, and just the absurdity that they went through all this. Jones got his win. Dana got his payday. And who knows what it's going to have done on pay-per-view. And they got all that. And it might all just get thrown out the window for yet another test from this guy if the results come in for this fight. And then they got to strip him again. I mean, yeah. it's 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 shady as shady can be. And there's just it's one of those things that just... It just looks so bad because it's just so clear how manipulative the UFC is being and just how they're just they're just turning a blind eye and just being like, nah, anybody else, they just would have canceled the fight show would have went on in Vegas. They never would have done this. And God, I mean, think about guys like Tom Lawler who got like first suspension for a trace amount of Osterine and like, bam, he's suspended two years and they fire him. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Same same and, type of situation. Same type of situation. And Andy, bam, you're out of here. Bye. Yeah. You know? If you definitely want to keep up on this story, too, and I mean, there's a lot of interesting people to follow. Obviously, um, what's his name that you brought up earlier? Uh, DC is coming out with a lot of good information. And obviously, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast is always a good follow. And looking at DC's tweets, <laughs> he said some funny stuff. Like, I'm, he was like, I mean, shit. He should win. Dude gets a head start every time. Hashtag USDA fake. Johnny Brasco. <laughs> so so that reference, if anyone's not familiar with, and basically what, what DC is trying to say in this case is that he feels like uh, John Jones, um, um, uh, undercover cop Donnie Brasco, is, is John <laughs> Jones, and he basically struck a deal with the USDA to provide him substantial assistance in, um, in, in exchange for this action. So to kind of, you know, brush some stuff under the rug in case he, he tests the dirty again. And then um, Dominic Cruz, who is one of my favorite fighters, um, was on commentary. And DC pointed out a tweet to him saying that uh, at Dominic Cruz, you just said outside of all the testing stuff, is there really stuff outside of the testing? 
or do we just move testing and neither of us fail? Um, that would be the best case. We do the, if we do that, then I'll be back at 205. So um, obviously, it's not that DC wants to move on to future endeavors. He just wants no part of that 205 light heavyweight division because of all the foolishness that is around it. And I, I don't blame him. He doesn't nope. want to be part of the bad reputation. And hell, what's going through a fight just for it to end the way it do and, and all the circumstances? Like, that's that's hard. He takes this serious, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. No, it's, it's, it's a bunch of nonsense. The guy beats you, and then like two weeks later, they come back. Oh, by the way, he got uh, he, he failed a test, so it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count, but you were you were clean. You did everything you needed to do. But yeah, I, I don't blame DC at all. And, and and one last thing to that came out of this whole thing too that we should probably touch on before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So because of the trace amounts that they're that they found on him, UFC apparently, I guess, is talking with the USADA about the idea that maybe they should um, have a, a new rule put in that um, anything under 50 picograms <laughs> would um, not constitute a failure because that could be inadvertent usage from like we're saying, because old folks flush their, their drugs down the toilet. <laughs> you just, you just might've drank some bad water. So if, if you're going to do that with the idea that, you know, he, this is just what he took before that's still in his system. You're opening yourself up there. Then now you could say, well, okay, any fighter that's had a failure, that that stuff, as long as that say that same stuff turns up again, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So, I mean, it doesn't make any darn sense. You could just straight up start saying, you know, okay, once a fighter's been popped for any darn steroid out there, okay, from now on they can use that steroid. We popped them once for it. We can't pop them for it again because it could be in a, it could be residual effects. Yeah. No. I mean, uh-huh. I'm just I'm just very curious and 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 to. Dana White's uh, tweet defending Jones saying that there was no evidence of remission and it's most likely came from the last one in 2017. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not what Dana White said. That's what um uh, the Novinsky guy said. I mean, I, at this point now, I just, I'm just starting to add the months up. So that is about what? 17 months. Yeah. And you're basically months. saying that something stayed in someone's system for 17. Months. <laughs> and never, and never even mind that it's like, Oh, and one week it shows up on a test. Next week it don't. One week it shows up. Next week it don't. I mean, <laughs> what what's going on over the course of this year that it shows up three times and then all the other times it doesn't? Yeah. Come on now. That's. I mean, we ain't dumb. Come on. <laughs> it's like I mean, obviously something is up, and I mean, wh- how, how, this stuff is not known for staying in your system that darn long. That's the whole idea. Is that it's something that you take and it disappears very quickly, and that's how you can get away with it. So yeah, it's there. Then it's not there. It's there. Then it's not there. From from all you know, accepted science on this is that that's not how this kind of drug works. Exactly. So it's like no, you're 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 being shady and you're making excuses because you want your cash cow in the ring. Yeah. So in the meantime, you could have just had the ladies' main event. It was an awesome darn fight with the ladies, and that was you know, I mean, essentially Amanda Nunez now is like you know the the the, the top female fighter probably in history. Yeah, you have to push her now. You have between, to between the Rousey victory and now putting down Cyborg. It's like she she's the queen. Yeah, she is the queen. Yep. So that should have been the story coming out of this show. Not all this j- nonsense of the last week with John Jones, but I mean, hey, there you go. That's why we have the flaming hot topic show. <laughs> Stuff like this happens. You gotta roast it. You gotta. No, no doubt. Well, that's all I got. So yeah, we did it. We did. I had to get that, that out of my system so I wouldn't be bugging people all day about this nonsense. <laughs> I hear that. Well, we look forward to having more people 
on our series come 2019. So for everyone listening, happy new year. And I'm we're, we're signing off. Will, anything else for you? Now I am good. If you want to give me a follow on the Twitter, it's at Heel Will Mahoney. And of course, the big gold belt is at the BGB group on the Twitter machine also. So lots of shows coming. 2019 is going to be a wild year. And who knows, 2019 might start with hearing about a drug test failure for a Mr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, thanks for listening in.